Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash school to learn more and get your website online today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm your host, Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about seven things you should know about Facebook ads. So I'll kick it off. The first thing that you should know when it comes to Facebook ads is they are getting a lot more powerful. To be more specific here, they are allowing the ability to, very soon, uh, you're going to be able to advertise to people that are sharing your links. You're also going to be able to look at people that are, um, or target people that have spent a specific amount of time on your site or have visited a certain amount of pages on your site as well. So you can really get, uh, you know, you really start to target people that are a lot more engaged um, and figure out how you want to deal with messaging there. Another thing to keep in mind is frequency. I know that sounds really simple, but most people don't understand why their ad costs keep going up. And one of the biggest reasons is because your frequency keeps going up. If your frequency starts jumping above two, you'll start noticing drastic increases in your overall cost per click, conversion, etc. In other words, you need to always add new copy and creatives to ensure that people are seeing different messages. So then that way the people who aren't converting, they're continually seeing new messages from you. So you can try to get them to convert and you'll keep your costs down. That one little simple thing will save you thousands and thousands of dollars. All right, and number three, I really like talking about video ads, but here's the thing. You know, often people, you see guys like Neil creating content all the time, lots of blog content, he's spending lots and lots of money. But, you know, oftentimes, If you don't have a blog or anything like that, you can get started just by making a simple video ad. Maybe it's two or three minutes. Maybe it's a screencast of you doing like a a quick tutorial. And then you can just make that video. You know, you can use a tool like ScreenFlow, which is like like 99 bucks, it's a one-time charge. Or you can find some other screencasting tool. But think about what you can do. You can even use your iPhone too. I've seen some people use their iPhone in, in some advertisements. Yeah, just make a video ad. And then you're able to target people that have watched perhaps 50% of the video. And then you have a retargeting list, right? And then you can target those people into whatever other offer that you have. But you can get a lot more creative with video now. And it doesn't require you to have a whole lot of other um, stuff built out. You don't, you don't need to have a crazy ten dollars or $100,000 budget to make a nice video. You can just make do with what you have. And guess what? It actually converts. Yeah, and to add to that, before I go into another tip, with video ads, what we do is we have people watch our video it costs us like cents right like one or two cents to get more video views and then we retarget those people it ends up creating a bigger pool for us to market to and the conversions are pretty good in addition to that we found that our video costs like our ads that have videos tend to create 50 percent reduction in the cost per lead versus just the pure text-based ads with the image 
So really try videos. If you haven't, it doesn't even matter if it's high quality, just test something out and then eventually you can improve upon the quality. Um, another thing that I wanted to talk about is if you're going to do Facebook ads, don't increase your ad spend too quickly. So once you find something that's working, a lot of people are just like, oh, I'm spending 50 bucks. Let me just go spend $300. We ramp things up slowly. Different people have different formulas. We like taking the conservative approach of roughly like 25 to 30% increases in ad spend on the campaign because every time you increase it, you'll notice that your cost starts going up a bit, right? Your CPA, CPL, whatever you want to call it, your cost per acquisition or cost per lead, and then it starts going back down. But if you increase it too quickly and you go, let's say, from 50 bucks a day to 1,000 bucks a day on a campaign, you'll start paying like four or five times the amount for the same uh, or to acquire a customer. And for that reason, we ramp it up slowly. So then eventually when you do get to $1,000, your CPA is going to be roughly the same as if you're just spending $50 per day. Yeah. And Neil talked about variations a second ago. So I want to touch upon how you can go about creating, you know, let's say, you know, 20, 30, 40 variations very quickly and then testing really rapidly. So this is going to require a investment from your side, but you can use a tool like AdExpresso. Um, AdExpresso is going to allow you to make different permutations, um, you know, different headlines, different images. And at the same time, it's going to disable whatever is not working. That way you're able to, you know, move very quickly. You know, AdExpresso is a great one. And then there's also another one called Quaya that's spelled Q as in quail, W-A-Y-A. I think it's spelled like that. Um, if not, you know, I'm sure you can find it. But it's either AdExpresso or Koya. These are going to allow you to, you know, just make a lot of different variations instead of just having one ad. So make sure that you're testing two different variations at least. But if you're able to use a tool like this, this is going to, you know, automate the testing for you. And it's also going to give you a lot of different uh, options, which is going to lead to, you know, lower costs for you. The one thing that I found that most people make mistakes with with their ad accounts, when they're doing their campaigns, they'll just have one or two ads in there and shove all the budgets in there, right? What we love doing is we break it down and we'll test like hundreds of different ad copies, images, kind of like what Eric was saying. But then you break down the spend and you start spending 10, 20 bucks on each one per day max. And you'll find that your cost per acquisition is way lower than if you just had one ad with all the money towards it. The reason being is your frequency number becomes way lower. And when you have a much lower frequency, your cost goes down. And when your cost is down, of course, it's cheaper to acquire a customer. Great. And the seventh and final one, this is a mistake that uh, we used to make as well, is when you're actually making different ads inside of, or when you're trying to make a new ad and you have different ad sets, the thing is, let's say you're making 10 new uh, ad sets, but you want it to be the same ad. Facebook by default is going to make you uh, 10 different ten different ads, even though it's the same different ad or the same ad. Um, but what you want to do is you want to drive all that traffic, those ad sets, you want to drive them to one post instead of 10 different ones, right? That way you're able to consolidate all the social shares into one post. And when you have high, a higher number of social shares, it's been proven. Um, I think there was a post maybe done by growth pilots um, on, you know, when you have a good amount of social shares on, on something, it's good proof. So then that way you're able to drive the CTR higher and then the CPC is lower and your CPA is going to be lower as well. So think about that. Try to consolidate um, your traffic into one post if you are in fact driving it to that one post. Don't make spread out over 10. And one other thing to add before we go, I know this is seven, so I'm going to give you an eighth anyways. Look at your settings. So a few quick tips. Naturally, when you throw up an ad, they're going to start trying to send you traffic from Instagram. It usually doesn't convert, so uncheck that. You don't need any Instagram traffic. You'll save money there. 
The other thing you need to do is look at device types. If you're a B2B business, turn off mobile and tablet. So only get clicks from desktop. Yes, it's going to cost you more. And funny enough, if you're doing mobile, tablet, and desktop, you'll find that the desktop rate goes lower when you're doing all of them. But even if you turn it off and you pay a bit more for desktop because you're not doing any mobile or tablet, you'll find that you'll get a better CPA because the mobile and tablet traffic doesn't convert as well. So look at the little settings, things like where the traffic is coming from, the regions, the quality, etc. And when you warm up your account and you're running it longer, you'll find that the traffic quality tends to be better than if you just have a brand new account and the campaigns aren't running that long either. There's a really good marketer named Ezra Firestone. And what he does is, uh, and this is something you might want to try for your, for your business, is basically drive mobile traffic to your content initially. Uh, you know, you won't touch desktop traffic might not be included in there. But once that mobile traffic comes to your content, you're able to retarget them and then you can retarget them back on their desktop devices, which is where they're going to convert. So that's something for you to think about, even if you're, uh, let's see, your, your B2C or your B2B might be worth a test. So I think that's it for this episode of Marketing School. We'll see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.